Howdy, folks. This is episode 57 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony. Sitting right next to me, as always, is my pal DeQuincy. You know it kills me every time you introduce yourself with a howdy, folks. I just imagine you with your 10-gallon hat tipping and say, howdy, folks. <laughs> Welcome to the saloon. <laughs> well, hey, you know, got to mix it up a little bit. And, you know, remind our audience that we are from Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh, we like to say howdy sometimes. I know I do. How about you? No. <laughs> I just say hi and bye. Wait, you mean to tell me a big black guy doesn't like to say howdy? No, it's not in our vernacular. What? The word vernacular is not in our vernacular. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, um, let's start off the podcast right. Sure. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we, uh, we're we on a bit of a hiatus. It's kind of a, a, a lull the past couple, like the past week and a half yeah. since we last recorded. Uh, but we're back and big things have been going on in the past, what? 72 hours? Yeah. As far as the NFL is concerned, big things popping, little things stopping. No diggity, no doubt. <laughs> um, NFL free agency started on, what, Thursday? At well, that's when it officially started. It's, it's been going on since, like, Monday. Yeah, teams have been wheeling and dealing uh, under the table, over the table. Uh, Through the table. Yeah. Text, Twitter, Facebook, all of it. They're using it all, man. And... Uh, Gosh, as soon as the free agency period officially began on Thursday at three o'clock Central Time, it just it was these team everybody just went, you know, balls to the wall. All I could think was I hope Adam Scheffler has unlimited texting. <laughs> right. I mean I turned the on ESPN to watch NFL insiders and like he's literally sitting there with Mort on the phone in the middle of a segment. You think he has two phones? I imagine he's yes, got two he, phones. He has two phones, at least. At, yeah, at the very least. I'm sure at this time he probably hires like an intern to help him with all of this. Couldn't hurt. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so lots of wheeling and dealing. Um, we're probably, several we're only hitting the tip of the iceberg, people, because all the stuff we're talking about has been the major things. I know we're, we're going to be missing the little things that are going to happen to actually make a Super Bowl team, you know, super. Right. But we'll get as much as we can in the next hour or so. But these are the, the impact deals made. It, it might be just one impact deal. Or it could be several deals made by an impact team. That's just kind of the way it's been going these past couple of days. Um, there's been a lot, a lot of free agency signings. Um, you know, some bittersweet, some shocking. It's just there's been a range of emotions these past couple of days uh, with all of these signings. You say that all I can think of is Anchorman. When he's inside the phone booth, I'm in a glass case of emotion. <laughs> Man, it's right on the nose with that one. Uh, so, you want to kick us off? All right. Yeah. Let's start in uh, Motown, Philly. They've done what I would like to say the most work. Would you agree? Absolutely. So um, there's so many moves. Um, where, where should we start? Uh, we talked about the Kiko Alonso, La- uh, LaShawn McCoy deal um, last week. Right. Um and we both talked about how LaShawn was 10 million against the cap, so they were trying to get a, you know, bring it. Uh, they were switching him out for Kiko Alonso and cap space. Well, they kind of used up that cap space. One of the biggest moves they did um, the last, uh, what was I think they did this uh, two days ago. Sam, they uh, traded for Sam Bradford and the uh, 2015 fifth round pick, and they traded away Nick Folds. To St. Louis for 2015 and 2016 second round pick. So, I got to ask, what's the deal? 
I have no idea unless they are really high on Sam Bradford and they think they can keep him healthy, which he'd never been since his rookie year. He was hurt. Um, he was even hurt in college. Yeah, I don't understand this move for the simple reason that Nick Foles this year, going to this year, will make one point five million, and Sam Bradford will cost over ten million. I mean, you just traded away LaShawn McCoy to get cap space, and then you bring in this br- brittle quarterback, and it just <laughs> destroys your cap space. I don't understand that. I don't either. I mean, at the very least, keep Foles. I don't understand. Maybe you think Sam Bradford, you know, who's a First round was he the number one overall pick in the draft? Bradford? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, so maybe you think there's pedigree there, but I would prefer Nick Foles. He's cheaper and he's proven. You see what he's done the last two years. When healthy. When healthy. Well. Yes. He, he was injured also <coughs> last year. Um, I'm still scratching my head on on this deal. Um, Foles was dynamic two seasons ago when he when he got full time playing. When he got, you know, full playing time. Threw over 20 touchdowns with, like, three interceptions, I believe. Twenty, I think it was 27 and one. Really? Yeah. Wow, that seems like it was... Right, I will take your word for it. Uh, I'm looking that up this last year, yeah, he got hurt, but, you know, those things happen. Um, but clearly more durable than, than Bradford, who yes. year in and year out has been injured. And Coming off of two, AC, two consecutive ACL tears. Yeah, and it's collected... A ton of money. Yes, back when the rookie contracts were overblown. Is he part of? The, is he the main reason why these contracts were uh, restructured? Him, Sue, <laughs> who we'll talk about later. People yep. like that. It was that's ridiculous. Oh man, that's a ridiculous amount. But still, I don't. I understand. Well, actually, no, I don't understand what Chip Kelly's doing. I think he believes that his system can, you know, work for any player. Which is good. You both have confidence in yourself and confidence in your system. But still, that's a ridiculous cost to be paying for a guy who we haven't seen be good since his rookie year. Going back almost five years now. Right. So, is he more interested in the draft picks at this point? If there's, if they're two second-round draft no, picks? No, they're giving away two second-round draft picks. They're trading away Nick Folds and two second-round draft picks. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I mis- misheard that. That, man, just does not make any sense at all. <laughs> now it's even worse than you guys because you thought yeah. they were getting too drafted, didn't you? Holy cow. Um, if I don't, and, and I don't see how they're – I don't see how this deal gives them any kind of flexibility to make a move to get Mariota, Marcus Mariota, out of Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chip Kelly has vehemently, you know, he vehemently stated in uh, his press conference on Thursday that he's not – out to mortgage the future to to get Mariota. But it seems like he just mortgaged the future to get Sam Bradford. I mean, two second-round picks. Yeah, I just... that's That hurts. Is there any upside to this deal for Philadelphia? Uh, you're asking the wrong person. Yeah. Because I'd I, rather have folds. Absolutely. I can't think of anything at this point. Um, let's continue on. They also re-signed Mark Sanchez, two years, nineteen million, and two years, nine million. Sorry. Oh gosh, <laughs> this, is, this podcast sorry. would be over. <laughs> You'd be showing things. Um, let's continue going. So Ryan Matthews, uh, running back from the San Diego Chargers, he was set to be their starter. He was signed three years, eleven point five million. Until today, when the news came out that Demarco Murray will be signed five years, forty two million dollars. Wow. 
Wow, forty-two million. That seems like a lot less than you would think of star running back. How much? Which, how much did you think he's going to get? Um, I I thought probably like sixty million. Really? Yeah, just how especially after this year that he had, it, at least four or five years at sixty million. I don't think I I, I would have gave him around what he got just because. Um. I was going to say, just because the Cowboys' offensive line is so good, it really helped him get that yardage that he got last year. I'm not surprised they got this much, but, I mean, it shows how much the Cowboys undervalued him because they offered him a contract, like, I think it was two years, $14 million, something like that. That was <laughs> wow. ridiculous. You were never going to get him. <laughs> I mean, especially for a running back, you need to get the long-term deal while you can. Absolutely. And uh, this is... This is what probably his his only his last big contract. Yes, it's safe to say. Yes, I'm. I mean, this goes two twofold. Not only you get one of the what would you say top five running backs in the league. Um, I know it might be a little premature because only did it for one year, but still, at this point, just based off of last year, yeah. Not only do you get a running back in his caliber, but you also hurt the Cowboys, which um, we're all for. <laughs> it's it's uh, this Philadelphia team is just really really interesting <clears throat> because they've made there's like head scratchers and like head scratchers <laughs> <laughs> and and moves that that are kind of you know su- they're surprising and intriguing as well. I mean, you know, to give up McCoy to let Macklin go. To uh, who else did they give up uh, uh, last year? Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson, and then to bring in Bradford and Murray, Alonzo, Alonzo. They got two guys that's going to be like the quarter quote unquote quarterback of their offensive defense coming off of ACL tears. Yeah, it's <laughs> I don't know, man. Just uh, head scratching. <laughs> that's the only way to put it. At and this point. Uh, final move uh, made. They signed cornerback Brian Maxwell from the. Seattle Seahawks, six years, $63 million. You got to like any any move that involves bringing over a guy from Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the spe- to be specific, that Seattle defense. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it worked for New England with Brandon Browner. Uh, for one year. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. And, uh, but, you know, you know, Byron Maxwell is a guy who um, was a, you know, Key piece of that that defense, man. I think they overpaid for him. Well, I think he's, he's a, I think and he's that's a good happen. player. He's a good player. It's just you're a, you're going to be seen. You're going to seem like a better player when you have Earl Thomas playing behind you. Yeah. When the defense is shielding away from Richard Sherman. So I like personally, I think he got overpaid. He's getting paid like a number one cornerback. Is he a number one? No, no, he's not. I mean, I think he'll make your defense better, but I think there are some wide receivers that are going to burn him and light him up. I think they're. I think like this may turn into the uh, Namdi Asenwa deal all over again, where they paid for what they yeah. thought they were going to get and not what they actually got. <laughs> wow! Absolutely, <laughs> man. He got old quick. Um, overall, right now, how, he did. We, he sure did. That was a guy that I wanted the Texans to go after. Because and it was either him or what? No. Jonathan Joseph so, and Daniel Manning. We yeah. got both of them for what it costs. It would have it would have cost 
to pick up uh, Osamal. I remember mm-hmm. that year. That was a, a crazy year for the defensive backs. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, right now, what would you grade Philadelphia this offseason? Oh, man. I'll give it. Dude, that's, I'm still. I got to give it a C. Plus mm-hmm. Just because of Bradford. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Everything else I can live with, uh, especially, you know, if you're. You're replacing a, a top running back with another top running back. Um, you're bringing in a, a standout defensive back, right? In a, yeah, Maxwell. Maxwell and then Alonzo's D, D end? Defensive end? <laughs> Alonzo, uh, linebacker. Linebacker, okay. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I'll look down at my notes like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Those are fine, but it just... The grade would be much higher, but just this letting letting go Foles and replacing or <coughs> trading Foles for Bradford just brings down the average, I think, because mm-hmm. it's just again a head scratcher. Yeah, I give it a. I'm going B minus. I agree with everything you're saying, especially with the the Sam Bradford. I mean, at best he becomes what a top twenty quarterback. And at worst, you're relying on Mark Sanchez after he blows his knee out yet again. <laughs> right. He's out of knees to blow out. <laughs> you only get two. Um, but I, I enjoy I liked the Marco Murray side in, make yourself stronger at the expense of a division rival. Absolutely. And Brian Maxwell, I mean, he'll be a num- he'll be a an upgrade for their um cornerback. Uh, let's see. Who are we moving on to? Let's go to Houston. How about that? Hey, hometown Texans. Okay. What an offseason already. Let's see. Let's go to the biggest signing, money-wise. Resigning Kareem Jackson, four years, $34 million. I like it. Um, he's gotten better mm-hmm. since his rookie year each year. I, man, remember all the – I can't curse – all the crap he took his rookie year? <laughs> I mean, it seemed like every fan just, like, opposing wideouts just burned this guy for every little thing he did wrong. Well, here's 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 the thing. I think last season was the first time that all the games that I watched, I don't think the entire year I heard him get penalized for... Uh, pass interference. No, no, not pass. What's... It's close to pass interference. Oh, illegal uh, contact? Yes, illegal contact. It seemed like... <laughs> Since his since his rookie season, every single game he played up until last season, and I watched, I want to say the majority, at least ninety percent of those games. Every game he was getting called for illegal pass. Yeah, illegal contact. Illegal contact. And I, I just, it was dumbfounding that he was getting called for that every single game. And then I didn't, I can't remember one one time he got called for. Uh, I think you got it like once or twice with this year, but that's about it. That's he, a huge improvement in my, in my <laughs> yeah. book. Well, he is a very physical quarterback. Yeah. Um, he's more of a, uh, a tackling quarterback than a coverage. I mean, he's lit guys up <laughs> only to get a 15-yard, unsportsmanlike <laughs> conduct penalty for it. Uh, I really like it. I really, I think that he is. Um, he can be a number one. Like he, John and Joseph should be ready to pass the mantle over to him. Yeah. Because uh, he's a young guy, I enjoy that. I really—that's the guy I really felt like they had to resign. Come hell or high water, because he was. Whew, 
I know even with Brian Maxwell out there, I think he was the best cornerback um, in free agency. Yeah, he could have gotten a lot of money thrown at him. A lot more money, I yeah. guess. Man, you look at Brian Maxwell got $63 million and Kareem Jackson only 34 And it's like, wow. We, I know some guys, well, guys later we'll talk about that got paid even more. One in particular. Uh, next, uh, who is it? Tackle, Derek Newton, five years, $26.5 million. Resigning? Yep. Tackle. Um, the offensive line has always been pretty good for this team. Uh, we re-signed Newton, and we gave up. We let go of Chris, Chris Myers, Myers, which is I think is going to hamstring them a little bit. Yeah, I had no problem with him at center, um, because for a, a shorter guy, he, he was pretty. He was still very physical. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think anytime you do, if you're able to do as best as you can to keep your offensive line intact, especially if it's a a good to or a decent to pretty good offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever your quarter, whoever your quarterback is going into the season has to like his chances. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can understand why they released Chris Myers because you know when Kubiak was here they did the zone blocking, mm-hmm. which you need smaller, more agile um, linemen to get to their spots on the next level for blocking. Now that we have. Um, Coach O'Brien, is that his name? Yep. I keep, I always mispronounce it. O'Brien is not zone blocking; it's more physical running game. So you're gonna need bigger, you know, the prototypical 300 pound lineman. Gotcha. So, and Chris Myers, like you said, is a smaller guy. So smaller guy, he's 33, 34. He's getting up there in years. So, unfortunately, it's time for him to move on. Yeah. Maybe he'll find his way into Denver. Wouldn't surprise Maybe me. <laughs> Denver apparently is now the place where old Texans go. It was Baltimore. Yeah. Um, let's go. Next, uh, we'll talk about the quarter, quarter, uh, quarterbacks. Ryan Mallett resigned two years, $7 million. And uh, yesterday, the team went out and signed Brian Hoyer, quarterback, previously quarterback of the, the Browns, two years, $10.5 million. Well, clearly these these are two guys that Bill O'Brien is familiar with. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were both part of the New England system, both backups to Tom Brady. Yes, so I totally see why they would sign these or re-sign and sign these guys, uh, and I like it. I, I like. I think Mallet is an int- is still a very intriguing guy that was you know put you know he he got shut down too soon because of that pectoral tear. <coughs> Um, Sorry, and I just that one game he was playing. I, I liked the way he was looking, mm-hmm. so it was really disappointing to see him go down right away. And it made me want, but it, it made me want to see more of this guy mm-hmm. to see what this guy has. I mean, he's still Agreed. he's a pretty big guy. Um, and Hoyer, you have to give him credit. He he was really. Really putting that team on his shoulders last season, midway, uh, you know, at least for, through the first half of the season, until it all went to hell. Yeah, I mean, he gave up the ball way too much, but there was still, I, I think, there was just a lot of pressure and a lot of just outside noise mm-hmm. that really affected him. Um, so I said, Mallet is seven million, Hoyer ten point five million. 
Who do you think is the starter at the beginning of the season? Uh, I'm, I think I think they're going to go with Hoyer. I think because he, I think <coughs> the fact that he has significant start compared to compared to Mallet significant starting experience, and he was what was he the one that was most compared to Tom Brady than. Uh, and Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, Hoyer's had one decent year, and that was 2013. Let's see. Five touchdowns, three interceptions, completion percentage of 59.4. So he's like a basic average quarterback. I mean, his QBR, which goes from 0 to 100, 50's average, was 47.5. So wow. he was not even average. But I would, I, I would I, like I, to I, see. I remember the hype coming out from. Um, uh, Cleveland is like, well, you guys haven't had a good quarterback in since what? Um, Bernie Cozart left, pretty much. <laughs> so so anybody, average is great for you guys, right? Uh, for me, I know that um, Hoyer is getting paid more. That's just, uh, I guess, because Hoyer had a bigger uh, market. Yeah, talk about him going to the Jets or going back to Cleveland. Even uh, I think it's in the I'm gonna say spring training. He's telling my brains that. It's going to be a train camp. It's going to be an open competition. I would like to see Mallet get the starting job, just because you know. Again, I, I, he, he left me wanting to see more, um, but I just have that feeling that that it's going to go to to Hoyer. So okay, quarterback. Let's talk about today. Uh, Texans assign safety Raheem Moore three years, twelve million dollars. You know of Raheem Moore, even if you don't know his name. Where is he from? Denver. Remember when uh, Baltimore uh, was on the run to the Super Bowl a couple years ago? They went in Denver and won, and they scored in the fourth overtime, or in the overtime, I can't remember. But basically, Flacco made that ridiculous pass to Jacoby Jones, where the defender was jumping backwards and completely missed the, misplayed the ball. Yes. Raheem Moore was that defensive <laughs> oh, back. Oh, gosh. And we signed him? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a second-round pick. He's only 25 years old. Well, okay. Well, I can see that. Why you would, I guess, miss completely. But, um, hey, anything to to improve this defense? A guy that's played on a winning team? You've, you've got to like the the idea of him joining your, your current team, or your, your hometown team, our team. Um so what are and he's young, twenty five. You said that's yeah. you gotta like that too. There's room for for improvement always. So it'll be him and GJ uh, Swearinger in the back. Ooh, that'll be nice. Swearinger is yeah, like I said, he he keeps getting better and better. I swear, Swearinger and you swear Swearinger, <laughs> Swearinger and Jackson are two of the hardest hitting DBs in the game. They light people up. <laughs> That's um, good. He, it's it's about time that we you know got a real smash mouth secondary going. Let's <coughs> light people up. That's good. Uh, We're lighting people up on the on the line with what? Last year he led uh, Denver with four interceptions. I mean, it's not much, but still. Yeah. As long as he's consistent, we'll take that. So I'm guessing he takes uh, Daniel Manning's place. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Manning's like thirty-two. Yeah, I have no problem with that, especially you know with with Manning 
you know, he's, his time is... Yeah, he's 32. His time is running out as a professional player. Mm-hmm. So their time is undefeated. We say that all the time. So how yeah. would you grade Houston's offseason so far? So we're looking at Hoyer, mm-hmm. Moore, mm-hmm. and uh, Jackson. resigning Jackson. Jackson and Newton. I'm going to give it a B plus. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, ah, come on, Ken. You're showing up that defense, the secondary, big time. And you've got two interesting quarterbacks that to, to compete for, for the starting job. Mm-hmm. And I think those two should be an upgrade over what we had last year. Which, I mean, yes, it does include Ryan Mallett. But, again, he didn't really get to showcase his talent for an extended period of time because of the mm-hmm. injury. But I think anything is better than Fitzpatrick. And, oh, shots fired. Well, you know, Fitzpatrick is a journeyman. Well, that's true. Uh, and Hoyer's starting to get that. He's, he's starting. He has the makings of a journeyman. But uh, Mallett, I think, is, is the key. In yeah. this in this whole this whole search for the quarterback, uh, because clearly we're not going to go after a top you know top name quarterback in free agency. Well, there trades. isn't one. Well, no, well, that's what I'm saying. But history has shown that we, we're just not going to go after those guys mm-hmm. um, because I, I really don't think we had a shot at man at Peyton Manning uh, three years ago. Yeah, because um, I, I just didn't. I, I don't. I never saw him jumping ship going to Houston. Yeah. As much as we all, a lot of people wanted, it just didn't see it happening. And he was he was still pretty old at the time, and he's a lot older now. Um, and it doesn't seem like we're ever going to trade for a big town quarterback. This and we're, we're not we're, we're right, and we're at the point as an organization where. We're not really good. We're not that terrible. So we're. It seems like at that we're at the point where we're just going to be a tweener team. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to get a high draft pick, and by that time, anybody of impact is probably not is probably taken. Yeah, this really isn't a quarterback draft after Mariota and Winston. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, I also gave it a B plus. I'll be honest with you. I was happy that they just re-signed Jackson. That was <laughs> my main worry going into the all season. Yeah, I think he's he can be uh, you know one of the best cornerbacks in the league right now. So, so I really enjoyed that. And also bringing back um, Ryan Mallett, always a plus. And trading away Case Keenum. Yes, that that's <laughs> the other guy I was talking about, Fitzpatrick and Keenum. Yeah, Mallett and Hoyer. I would rather have. Him. Any day of the week over Fitzpatrick and Case Keenum. Just so, sick of those two guys. Sorry, UH fans. Um, let's jump around. Let's go to the defending, what is it, NFC champion, Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks picked up Jimmy Graham and a 2015 fourth-round pick for their center, Max Unger, and a 2015 first-round pick. I got to say, losing or giving up a, a Pro Bowl center uh, is, is a big risk, I think. And, and Yes, because there was a, a stat when earlier this uh, season, last season, when he was playing, the Seattle Seahawks averaged, I think it was, 3.6 yards 
on the ground. When he got hurt for about four or five games, their average dropped down to 2.9. Wow. So he makes a huge difference. But, I mean, Jimmy Graham. Yeah, it's hard to. He's, depending on how you feel about Rob Gronkowski, Jimmy Graham's either the best or the second best tight end in the league. It's hard to. It's really hard to pass up on a guy like that. <laughs> um, I was stunned to see this deal. I mean, what is it? New Orleans just had no confidence in re-signing him? They've already re-signed him. It's just New, New Orleans, I think I showed you this before, New Orleans is like $3 million over the cap right now. Wow. Before they trade away Jimmy Graham. So, you know, they trade away Jimmy Graham, and then they turn around and they sign cornerback Brandon Browner, who just got released from the Patriots, signed him to a three-year, $15 million contract. So they really need the money on their defensive side. I mean, Drew Brees and their coach, Sean Payton, between those two, they can bring in just about anybody for the next two or three years and be fine offensively. So they're treating it like a Brady-Belichick situation where as long as you have Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, you can just put the pieces around him and just get by on the cheap. And still be successful. Well, basically. And also, their defense was terrible last year. They needed to do something. Bring that up. Bring it up to see if I can bring the cap room, how they were last year. Or what they are right now. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Yeah. No, let's see. By trading away Jimmy Graham and signing Brandon Browner, English defeating, <laughs> they're now $5 million under the cap. Wow. They go from three million over to five million under <laughs> with two moves. Hey, well, you know what? Hats off to Seattle. Finally have an offensive threat to complement or an <coughs> offensive receiving threat mm-hmm. to complement Russell Wilson and Marshawn Lynch. You're just gonna see play action after play action. How are you gonna stop that? It, it's I mean, Jimmy Graham there's only like Five defenders in the league that can defend Jimmy Graham, and two of them are on the Seahawks. <laughs> so, should they start fitting their their fingers for uh, another mm-hmm. NFC title ring? At least, at and least that. You that look much? around and you look in the NFC, and who's who can beat them? I mean, it's not San Francisco, which is sinking like the Titanic right now. It's not Dallas anymore. I think they could have had a, shame, a, a shot. Green Bay? I would say Green Bay has the the best That's chance it. right now. I mean, look look how close to they look how close they came to beating Seattle uh, a few months ago yeah. in the in the NFC title game. <coughs> Just a couple of dumb moves by players and their, their coach being by, by a tight end yeah. who no longer is employed by that team. No longer employed. Period. <laughs> yeah. Um, we talked about both sides. Um, I think Seattle. Man, who do you think wins in this trade? Um, Seattle, mm-hmm. no doubt. I mean, it allowed uh, it allowed New Orleans to do a lot to get under the cap to improve the defense to get an all uh, you know all pro center. But when you're talking about a an impact receiver like Jimmy Graham, who essentially is a receiver. I mean, mm-hmm. just the way he was lined up so often at the in the receiving spot that um, 
he he's clearly a guy that uh, the type of guy that Seattle was in desperate need of to almost ensure a, a, another another run at the Super Bowl. So I, I would definitely give the edge to Seattle. In this I trip. agree. I give the edge to Seattle, but not by much because of, I'm not I'm not just doing the trade. I'm also uh, factoring what um, New Orleans did with that extra money. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. So Seattle, Seattle, you're done good, and you're probably the best team in the <laughs> NFC. Uh, but you're still giving New Orleans the, the yeah, edge on this. Team. No, I'm still giving Seattle the edge, but oh, okay. but not by much. I got you. I got you. All right, so you're ready to jump around the AFC East? Sure. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what team should we start with? Uh, let's uh, start with the big, the big dogs. <laughs> I'm not sure which one it is. Let's get this one out of the way. The small, the small one. Buffalo re- uh, re- uh, signing Lashawn McCoy to a five-year, forty million dollar extension. Hey, he. <laughs> it was clear this was going to happen. Uh, you know, he talked a big game about not wanting to go to Buffalo, but hey, show me the money and I'll, I'll be there. And that's basically what happened. When it snows 80 inches, no one wants to be in Buffalo. I don't care who you are. Um, man, that's a lot of money to get to a running back these, these days. Yeah. What are we talking about? DeMarco Rory just got that much. All right, so let's go to the gloss over Buffalo. Let's go to... Buffalo New- also picked up Matt Castle in the trade. Oh, yes, that's right. So they have a at one <coughs> at one time competent quarterback who <laughs> now is... Competent, maybe strong. Right. Right now uh, on the fence about, but still seems like an upgrade over EJ Manuel until he's ready. Until he proves anything. Right. Uh, and to go along with Sammy Watkins... It's gonna it's gonna be an interesting offense for Buffalo, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on. Let's go to New England. New England re-signed Devin McCourty, five years, forty-seven and a half million dollars. That's a lot of money. And released Vince Wilfork. Yep. He's old. He's big. It was time. So far, the rumors are there are four teams trying to sign a Wilfork to a contract. We, I know two of the teams. I don't know all of them. Is hey, New England still in the New England's the one. Can you guess the second team that I know? Indianapolis? Nope. The Jets? Nope. Um, oh, uh, the Lions? Nope. No. I don't know. Houston? Wow, okay. Houston's in the run to get Vince Wilford. Put him next to J.J. Watt. Even if he's 35 years old, he's still going to be a dominant force. Yeah. Open up space for J.J. Um... Devin McCarty. Interesting. McCourty, sorry. <laughs> just rub your just rub your chin and go interesting. <laughs> like a super villain. Um anything else you want to say about New England? What position is Devin McCourty? Safety. Safety, that's right. Good money you can get it. Uh so we got two teams left. The Jets and the Dolphins. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, right, Jets. Go through Jets. What an offseason they've had. Still don't have a quarterback then. <laughs> oh, they do. They trade for Ryan Fitzpatrick. So they Still have a don't starting have a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> they have a starting quarterback. I didn't say he was good. Right. Uh, so Jets traded a uh, seven-round pick for uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. It can move up to a six-round pick depending on his performance this year. Also traded a fifth and another seventh rounder for Brandon Marshall. That is 
Unsane. Uh, unsane? Yeah, I'm going with it. Wow. I was going to say insane, but it's just unsane that, that they were... insane. That is a steal. <laughs> what they gave up to get Brandon Marshall. doesn't matter if he doesn't have a quarterback. As you just said, he doesn't. <laughs> right. To get Brandon Marshall for a fifth and a seventh round pick is just unsane. <laughs> just... <laughs> He's one of the best, when healthy, one of the best wide receivers in the league. Absolutely. And it's just amazing how much the Bears gave up to get him. They gave him, like, a, I think a first and a third. Yeah. And to turn around and only get a fifth, fifth and a seventh. I mean, I know he's, like, a couple years older than when you got him, but still, that's crazy. Yeah. That makes no sense. You couldn't hold on to him and get a, little, a better offer than that? There had to have been someone out there. At the very least, get a third round, a third, a fourth round pick for him. I think they're settling. Um, let's move on. Now, the big question is... Go ahead. I think this is the most important question mm-hmm. of all. Should I keep Brandon Marshall and LaShawn McCoy on my fantasy teams next season? I told you, you need to shop Brandon Marshall, uh, Brandon Marshall around, see if you can get a deal for him. If mm-hmm. not, then you keep him. Okay. That's the plan. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. You better hope no one from our league listens to this podcast, and you're going to be <laughs> SOL. I'm sure they don't. <laughs> I'm positive as well. Uh, oh, big news! Big news! Big news! New York Jets signing Darrell Rivas away from the Patriots. Five years, seventy million dollars. He's going home. And to back that up, they also, I guess, re-signed Antonio Carmody. Four years, thirty-two million dollars. So that's a done deal. Yeah, that got okay. That got right. finalized today. So that's two cornerbacks, a hundred and two million dollars. <laughs> that's uh, that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> no, those are the two guys that really anchored that defense four years ago when they were making consecutive AFC title title uh, appearance title game appearances. When they were lying, when Mark Sanchez was quarterback in that team, right? I mean, you had you had Cromartie, and you had Rivas shoring up the defense. Somehow you were able to get by on Sanchez, and Sanchez, that's about it, really. <laughs> you always say his name, Sanchez. I think he's fancy or something. But, um, but I like Jordan the, like the signs. Really, yeah, I, do, I do, too. Rivas has really uh, proven that that... Um, ACL terror is behind him. Yeah. He's back to being either the best or second best uh, corner in the league, depending on how you feel about Richard Sherman. Right. Some love him, some hate him. <laughs> Hater. Um, man, I know he's he's going to, people are going to say this is about the money, and it should be. I mean, you're a professional football player. There's that stupid cap that, that limits your. Your growth potential. If yep. you get as much money as you can. Especially when you already have a ring. Yes. You know, you... Technically, you have nothing more to prove. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice. Hey, I, I don't I don't think there's anybody that would... That isn't content uh, not winning a title. Mm-hmm. So... But, it, but... I'm sorry. But in this case, he's got his, he's got his ring... And now he just wants to get paid. I don't blame Good for him. him. And he's he's close to the end anyway. He's already thirty. 
So he's got, you know, another two or three years left where he will where he'll be as close he'll be as, as close to the top as you know. He'll be thirty one on April fifteenth. Tax day. Um <laughs> let's see, last year the uh Jets secondary gave up thirty one touchdowns. Wow. That was the highest in the AFC. That hurt. <laughs> well, all you can say is wow. <laughs> well, that's going to change for sure this season. How old is um, Antonio Cromartie? I want to say he's like 32. You might be right. 32 or 33. Wow. It doesn't. They don't want to. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to tell anybody. Or <laughs> ESPN is not showing his age. Uh, that's interesting. I think he's 32. Maybe I read that wrong. Da, 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 da. But still. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Kramari turns 31 April 15th. How still can be an impact player. Still is a big dude uh, with with good speed. Apparently they're not showing anybody's ages today. <laughs> they're hating. All right. So let's move on. So what would you say about the New York Jets? Have they closed the gap on the Patriots? No, because they don't have a quarterback, um, or in a running game either at this point. But this offseason, I would I would give their grade. I'll grade them in an A right now, mm-hmm. hands down. Probably the best, um, the best signings or the best dealings this whole you know this early this offseason so far. Oh, really? Wait till we... All right, let's go to our next team, Miami. Miami is <laughs> signing... I cannot say his first name or anything. Can in, you pronounce in it? Indomitian. Indomitian. Indomitian Sue. Listen to this contract. Six years, $114.285 million. $60 million guaranteed? Yes. That's quarterback money right there. Big time quarterback money. Follow up with uh, signing Bryce McCann. Former Texan quarter cornerback, two years, five point five million dollars, and signed tight end Jordan Cameron to a two-year deal. No idea how much money he's getting. Good, good signings uh, with McCain and Cameron. Mm-hmm. Sue, I mean, obviously, Great signing is huge, and he's not going to have the look. He's not going to get the numbers that that JJ Watt gets every every game, uh, but. Go ahead and tell them how. Sue Let the audience know uh, the way shuts, you put it because it was the best way to put this signing. Besides, Sue shuts down the running game. Oh, oh yeah. About, about overpaying. Oh yeah, Be- because we're, we talk about this. We talk about this before. Teams like the Oakland Raiders or the Jacksonville Jaguars they overpay for C, B players and give them A player money, and that's what kills your cap. Sue isn't. Like that, you're play. You're paying an A plus player A plus money. Absolutely. If you're going to get hurt, and I can't stand in Dominican Sue. That's true. You're going to get hurt financially. Pay the big boys. Pay yeah. the best. Overpay those because at least then you can say, well, we overpaid him, but he's the best at his position. Don't overpay the guy like um, trying to th- Nick Ferry. He's going to get something like six years, $100 million, just because he played next to Sue for the past three years. Right. And he's probably, he shouldn't get like, he shouldn't even come $20 million within that. <laughs> yeah. And 
you know, don't play, don't pay B players A money. You're gonna dish out almost 115 million dollars. Give it to Sue. Give it to J.J. Watt. Give it to um, someone like Aaron Rodgers or even um, Revis. Give it to the best in the league. Revis, Sherman, those yeah. kind of guys. No doubt about that. Um, great signing for them. Mm-hmm. They're clearly getting better on defense. Now, they, they, now let me ask you the same thing better. I asked you about the Jets. Are they closing the, the gap on the uh, New England Patriots? Because they have a good quarterback. They do. I would say they're they're closer than the Jets for sure. For sure. Because, yeah, they do have a, a, a better quarterback. They have... Well, yeah, they've got a decent receiver. I mean, Wallace has not lived up to the money that he was paid. Again, paying B-plus players, A-plus money. Right. And that defense is instantly better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think they're closing the gap, but there's still a pretty, pretty deep gap. They better make the playoffs, that's all I can say. I think they made playoffs <laughs> this year. Um, they're all season. They give an A. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll give him an A. Okay. Let's see. We're agreed. We're at the 45-minute mark, so let's just go through some signings real quick, okay? Sure. Uh, let's go to the Colts, which will hurt my heart. Frank Gore <laughs> signing for three years, $12 million. Not that deal. That didn't break. And the next Andre Johnson, three years, $21 million. Me soul. Me color song. Hurts. <laughs> uh, All props to you for calling this. It made the most sense. It made the most sense for Andre Johnson to go to the Indianapolis Colts. I'm not surprised in the least. It's a like I said in our last on our last episode. It's a division he's very familiar with. Clearly, mm-hmm. um, this is a team that can definitely use him as a number two receiver. He's play. He's finally playing for a great quarterback. And he's got at least two chances to stick it to the Texans. <laughs> two chances a year. Two chances a year for the next three years. So it made total sense to to you know go go to the uh, go to Indianapolis, and he has a chance to win a Super Bowl, legitimately. All true. It still doesn't hurt this pain. It doesn't stop this pain in my heart. Oh, it's not going to. It's it's not going to. <laughs> Up until the end of that first game, where we see him in a, in a Colts jersey, it's it's gonna sting. And I'm rooting bad. for uh, Cream Jackson to light his ass up. <laughs> hey, you know what? That'll be the ultimate test for Cream Jackson. Yeah, because yeah. he'll finally he'll finally be going up against Andre Johnson, one and of the toughest receivers. Practice. My favorite signing right now. It's a Frank Gore signing because there was like a five-minute stretch where he was on the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. Changed his mind and went to the Colts. And most importantly today, the Colts released Trent Richardson. Wow. Wow. That is the worst trade in the last like 10 years. Only Cleveland could screw that those picks up and it seems That's like true. <laughs> they really did. Because they got like a cornerback and uh, Johnny Menzel. Yeah. And it's not looking good for either one. Um, wow, that was a terrible trade for everyone involved. Do you think Troop Richardson will ever be like a number one back? Can he find his way back like Mark Ingram did last year? No. Um, 
maybe if he goes to Minnesota, where they're probably going to need a a running back. Uh, maybe if he goes to Dallas. If he goes to a team like Dallas, where they do have a great offensive line, mm-hmm. there's a good chance. But um, I don't know. It's, it's looking pretty slim for this guy. Man, I just think he's going to be like a backup for the rest of his life, unfortunately. The rest <laughs> of his NFL life. Um, you want to just jump around real quick? So you got to give you got to give the Colts an A. Yeah, on these signings, I, I know Gore is is thirty two. Um, Same thing with uh, Andre Johnson. But he's isn't still, it great? I, I I know it hurts, but it's cool to see two guys that went to the U together playing together in the NFL. Yep, reunited, reunited, and it feels so good. <laughs> exactly what I wanted to say. Let <laughs> <laughs> you do it. Uh, okay, let's keep moving. Uh, one of my uh, guys I wish the Texans would have been able to sign, wide receiver Torrey Smith, signs with the San Francisco 49ers, five years, $40 million. Great signing. Still one of the fastest receivers in football. Mm-hmm. Huge hands. A guy that actually went to the Niners instead of jumping ship. Right. <laughs> Niners lost Frank Gore, Coach Harbaugh. Um, Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis retired, stunningly. Just retired at the age of 30. Yep. He had a, I remember last year at a press, press conference because he had a toe injury. They put him IR. Like, I have, still think I have five years left at a high level, and he just retires. And it looks like they're going to lose the other Smith. Alden? No, not Alden. Um, Justin? Yeah, Justin Smith. Really? Yeah. Free agency? No, retirement. Really? Yeah. Already? Justin Smith is older than you think he is. Wow. In fact, let me look that up. Go ahead and talk about your wildness real quick while I look that up, see how old he is. Because I swear he's in his late, thir- um, like mid to late 30s. Yeah, well, good for Torrey Smith. I mean, it just seems like San Francisco is not the place to be <laughs> at all. It is sinking like the Titanic. Yeah. So, um, it would have been nice to see Torrey Smith come to Houston, mm-hmm. like you said. Just to put him with uh, DeAndre Hopkins, man, that that would have been pretty dynamic. Uh, but he's going to a team with a with a pretty good quarterback in Kaepernick, who at least has you know he's still got a cannon of an arm. So I think he'll with that speed. I think it, they have the you know the recipe for a pretty dynamic offense next season. Okay, Justin Smith has yet to decide on retirement. Right now, he's told the Sacramento Bee, which is a terrible name for a paper, <laughs> that he's going to decide probably next week. Been a, been he he turns week 14 years. Yeah, he turned 36 on September 20th. So wow. He, you think of him and Alden Smith, you think of them as young guns, but yeah. he's been in the league for a while. So, like I said... The 49ers are a sinking ship, <laughs> or the Titanic, and everybody is on their lifeboats um, paddling away. Um, good to see Owen Daniels still getting work. Signed a three-year, $12.25 million with the uh, Colts. I'm sorry, not the Colts. Broncos. With the Broncos. No surprise there. Going back to Coach Kubiak, where he oh. made a name for himself. Forgot about this one. Guy making <laughs> who went in for the money. Julius Thomas signed a five-year, forty-six million dollar contract with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Good for both teams. Good, good for. I mean, good for both Thomas and the Jaguars. Thomas getting paid, and the Jaguars getting some help 
on offense. For forward, Blake Bortles, who basically the, who is on? Do you, can you name one receiver for Jacksonville? Um, Justin Blackman, and he was suspended <laughs> all of last year. Can you name a non-suspended guy? <laughs> Is Mercedes Lewis still on the team? He was their tight end last yeah, year. Yeah, he was their tight end last year. I don't think he's with the team any, uh, anymore. Uh, I think... Not since the days of MJD. Who just retired. Did he? Yeah, he oh, retired wow. two days ago, I believe. Okay. And same thing with um, Tennessee Titan quarterback uh, Jake Locker. Jake Locker. He retired yeah. as well. Well, well that was, that's more surprising because he's a lot younger. So right now, who do you think is winning the offseason? The Jets. Mm-hmm. And if they can if they can get a, a, a true top quarterback, then they will have won the whole thing for sure. But I think you have to go the Jets and then the Dolphins. And then probably the Colts, I would say. Jets, Dolphins, and Colts. I would go Jets, Dolphins, and then I'm going to Seattle. Oh, yeah. That's true, too. Neither one is big Philadelphia. Because <laughs> we don't know what they're doing. Again, that's just a head-scratcher <laughs> of a team. Uh, oh, more news. Brooks Reed. Former uh, Texan. Yeah. Officially oh, former Texan. Signed five-year, $22 million contract with the Atlanta Falcons. You hate to see guys like that go. D'Amico Ryans, Brooks Reed. Dante Robinson, those guys who you just, just man, it's you can't keep them. Is coaching the best linebacker the Texans have had in their history? Probably, yeah. Because considering he's been hurt two out of the past three years, what was the one guy we had? Jamie, uh, I can't remember his last name. I don't remember either. Someone out there is like screaming for their iPods. His name right now, I can't remember. He was a linebacker for a couple of years with the Texans. First name Jamie, last name escapes me right now. And no, it was not escaping me right now. <laughs> uh, oh, Jeremy Macklin signed a five-year, fifty-five million-dollar contract with the Chiefs, going to not catch touchdowns. And the Chiefs and also uh, release Dwayne Bro. Wow, it's about time. That guy signed that huge contract and with a ski mask and a gun, apparently, because <laughs> he didn't do. I, I guess you can blame a little bit on the quarterback situation, but he clearly had something on the on the upper management. He wow. had some sort of, you know, evidence on them. Because <laughs> he, uh, I mean, he got what like eighty million dollars almost, almost, and they never like for two years the uh, Chiefs wide receivers. Never caught a touchdown for two years. How is that possible? How I tell you how? <laughs> I mean, you you accidentally like can get a touchdown just from a defensive player slipping and you're running past them right. for for five yards score. But how is how does that work? It's that modern new age football, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Check now is their is their uh, QB. Uh, let's see, is there anything else of interest? No, I think that's it. We've been rambling for about almost an hour. No, but that's good. I mean, there's there was a lot to go through. And, I mean, clearly it's going to slow down in the next, mm-hmm. you know. Well, we're getting towards the weekend, so it's the weekend will probably kill 
the momentum that they've had, that the NFL's had these past, you know, two days. But can we just talk about the NFL right now? I mean, after all the controversies they had during the middle of the season and, you know, people shying away from the game because it's too violent and stuff like that, you and it just explodes out of nowhere and it's all you can see on Facebook, on Twitter. It's NFL just rules social media in a time where, you know, Basketballs in the last couple of months for the playoff starts. Baseball starting on spring training. Hockey's going on. It's like football just comes and blows every other sport out of the water. Yeah, it's they're doing something right over there. Football is the king at at a football headquarters. And you know what they say: <laughs> you come at the king, you best not miss. And clearly, everybody's missing. <laughs> they're swinging wide right. <laughs> All right, my friend. So we're done with the NFL. Anything you want to tell the peoples? Thank you, as always, for tuning in. We appreciate all the love and support. Mm -hmm. Follow us on Twitter at Ant underscore Garcia 288. At DQ327. And follow the main site at 288 underscore. I'm still trying to get my own uh, Twitter up to 100 followers. That's the dream. (laughs) That's the dream. Any uh, projects you have coming up? Um, I think I'm going to do something for maybe looking at WrestleMania coming mm-hmm. up in two weeks. It's it's uh, it's getting close. It's kind of boring <laughs> right now, and I think we just need something to need something to look at. To uh, or I need to uh, at least something to read or write about to kind of get me going. Maybe I'll put all my thought. You know, I just got to put my thoughts out. Put an uh, old thinking hat and your smoking jacket and get to work. Right, and hopefully it'll say, okay, that's why I'm looking forward to WrestleMania. So, see how that goes. How about you? I have a pl- an idea in mind that I really, I'm going to have to get you and Steven to help me with. Okay. It's probably the biggest writing assignment I've had since, like, <laughs> college. Wow. <laughs> okay. We'll look forward to that. Yes, we shall. All right. Again, like Anthony said, I just want to say thank you for listening, for sharing, and being there. And, you know, like always, you have any comments, anything that would make this podcast better besides changing the host, we would love to hear from you guys. So uh, leave us some feedback uh, on the site, on Twitter. Uh, find us on iTunes even, which is pretty cool. Yeah, for, for us two knuckleheads. <laughs> All right. For Anthony, I'm DeQuincy. Later, babies. <laughs>